Hey guys, do you know what time it is? Yeah, that's right. It's time for a brand new episode of Terribly Funny. Uh, we have fun. Uh, hey gang, how's your week? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm checking in with you. Is everything going okay? I hope so, man. I really do. And if it's not, hopefully this helps. Uh, I hope it just doesn't make it worse. That's really the goal I'm setting here. Anyways, it's me, your buddy, your pal, Steve Bazalone, and this is the podcast where I talk to funny people about terrible things that have happened to them. And today we have uh, a great guest, uh, a gentleman that I, I love dearly. It's Will Greenberg, very talented actor, writer, and burgeoning director. Will Greenberg. Uh, what have you seen this guy in? Oh, shit. What haven't you seen this guy in? He was in uh, Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later. He's in The Grinder, Angie Tribeca, um, The Office, Halt, halt and Catch Fire. Oh, uh, 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 shit. What else we got here? We got uh, Modern Family, Happy Endings. The guy's just done it all. And you can currently see him in the TBS comedy Wrecked. Uh, he plays Todd. So give, give that a look-see. It's a fun show. It's like the comedy Lost. Who doesn't love that? Um, and today, Will and I are going to have a delightful little chat. Um, we're going to talk about what it's like to feel guilt over having being fortunate. Um, may sound small, but I think it's pretty universe, universal. Uh, a thing that at some point or other probably, probably gets us all. Uh, you know, if we are empathetic people. Um, okay. Before we get to that, let's do the hard part, the, you know, the, the, the schlocky part where I tell you, hey, do you like me? If you do, help us out. Eh, help us out. If you like this show, go to our iTunes page, give us a rating, give us a review. Uh, also, tweet at us, tweet about us. It's terribly underscore funny. Go to our Instagram, regram us. You can check out pictures of me and my very attractive guests, sometimes pictures of my handsome dog. Uh, it's terribly funny podcast. That's Instagram. If you want to drop us a line on the emails, it's terribly funny podcast at Gmail. I'd love to hear from you. Side note, I still have a bunch of people I've not gotten back to, but I'm going to. God damn it, I'm going to. Uh, I've just been slammed with work. And I'm moving. That's exciting, right? Also stressful. Ugh, moving. Anyways, uh, enough about that bullshit. Let's get to what you came here for. And that's Will Greenberg. Theme music, please. You know, I never really learned how to do long-form improv. Yeah, it's fascinating and cool and hard, but also, like, a lot of it makes you sad. <laughs> Hanging out with a bunch of those kids and, like, going to those shows. Yeah, it but made when... Me it, a little, I mean, I was 24 when I was doing uh, it a bunch, 23, 24, but... Uh, it, that part was the best part, was meeting... Yeah. There's people who... Uh, are... Jesus... Uh, are trying to do improv to help their English get better, which oh, is a cool. challenge that's uh, cool. to be in a scene with them. Um, <laughs> Why? They can't speak English yeah, or know it, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that makes it hard to, you know, really establish a solid game. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, this one girl didn't know what a fruit basket was. Even after we told her, it's just a basket, you put fruit and gifts in, and you give it to people. Uh-huh. She's baffled by it. No, I don't get I used it in a a scene with her. That sounds like a good scene. It's just a banana and then you put an orange in there. Um, And then there's like some 18-year-old kids in there as well. Yeah. Well, they're the smart ones. They are, but we had to pass an imaginary uh, item. You know, Mm -hmm. you're doing some some space work. Space work. Sure. What What do I have here? You're doing a paper. Newspaper. Fold it up. He had never held a newspaper. What? Never in his life? Well, that's like human veal. That's on his parents, and he's a dumb idiot. 
I guess. It he never market. held a newspaper? No. Didn't know. He's like, but he did say, what is this, a map? Oh. And I was like, do you know what a fucking map is? Maps a lot? That's crazy. Because <laughs> that makes less sense. Newspapers are still around. No, Nobody uses a map unless it's to hang on a dorm hall. Yeah. yeah. National Geographic. Yeah. Well. I don't know, Steve. I don't know anymore. That sounds fun. Is there a... a a little bit that you get jealous of like the 18 year olds like god I wish I was I'm still this age and, and like diving in head first this way yeah I guess so yeah there's that feeling of uh, why did I wait so long to do this I guess because I well you're doing other stuff you did your own stuff though. yeah sure we did sketch we did sketch I and did uh, I just need something where I can fucking go and I don't need to rely on other people uh, writing things or me writing something mm-hmm. and we can just go fuck around and get up in front of people yeah. and maybe it leads to something worth exploring who knows does doing that like when you already have like a pretty solid career an enviable career by many many people right a working actor yes does going and doing that is that like A is it hard to take like the hubris out of it or is it B just feel like a little humbling like oh right I still like there's a lot. There's of, a lot to learn. Oh yeah. There's so much to learn, and it's a huge conversation with your ego. Sure. My ego. Which that's got to be a hard conversation. Which is like I'm funny. I can. I've met you before. Huge ego. It needs to stop. <laughs> that's what we're talking about yeah, exactly. today. This fucking massive, massive hard on ego. Yeah. Um. Yeah, cause it's. Yeah, I know I'm going to fail. And I've kind of made my life in a way where it doesn't happen mm-hmm. that often, I guess. So sure. I've tried to. Well, because you've just, I mean, you know, it's interesting because I feel like uh, I'm trying to do like things that are like a little bit more, uh, working on like follow through and execution, but also doing things that are like a little more vulnerable and scary, such as like things like this. this right. Podcast and- I don't want to. Tell you anything vulnerable yeah. and scary. Well, that's fine, but I mean, like, that's the whole reason I just want to put myself out there. Just try stuff with, like, I'm a pervert. Theorized. No, I know. Everybody knows that. We don't need to get into that. But, uh, ah, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, but you, uh, challenge yourself, man. Yeah, but I think it's also, like, as you get older, uh, uh, there's less things that scare you and there's less things that you are maybe falling your face on but a lot of that's just like learning what you're good at and really mm-hmm. isolating that and learning yeah. how to be a sniper as opposed to just throwing all the noodles at the wall yeah so I think that's like why you fail fail I don't know if fail is like even an accurate way to say it but fail less as you get older because right. you're defined what you're better at sure uh, I think you also stop taking risks so much sure. and thinking oh well that's that could have easily said, oh, well, that time's done for me. Right. Just trying to do improv with 18-year-olds. But I'm excited. And uh, when it's... I can feel my brain trying to really latch on to this new way of thinking. Right. Which is, you know, initiating statements in the middle of a situation that's right. already been going on. Um, the teacher told me that I tend to initiate conflict. Mm-hmm. And instead of going yes and, I'm going yes but. Right. Um, which really made sense, and I had to sure. take a moment by myself. Yeah, no, I get that. And pound some Cheetos in the corner <laughs> of the class. Sounds like a very sincere, sad moment for you. 
<laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. It was it, all a show. It definitely was wasn't. Um, do you want to tell me something uh, vaguely terrible? Yeah, I mean, terrible that happened to me? Yeah, whatever, man. We've run the gamut on this shit. We you talk really about, have. We talk about trifles. We talk about small things, but are universal and talk about things that have really, uh, for a brief periods of time, like uprooted and turned people's lives upside down entirely. So it's, it's run the gamut from small yeah. to uh, Everest. You know, and that's the thing is that I think the thing that is the most terrible thing that's ever happened to me is just the constant battle within myself mm-hmm. to uh, to really admit when I'm not working hard enough or, or working at all towards making what I want happen happen. Right. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. I've never had real tragedy touch me or my crazy. immediate family, which is... Because it will happen eventually. Uh, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. It comes for us all. It does indeed. Um, and it's weird to say that I struggle with why am I so lucky? Sure. Um and makes me feel guilty for wasting that gift. Do you really feel like you've wasted it though, or in what? Sometimes, way? right? Sometimes, right? Um, like wasted it, in, like in terms of like altruism. Like I should be, I'm an able body. Right. I should person. be volunteering. I have at this moment in my life, I work pretty much for three months. Yeah. And then it's okay. I. I don't want for money I'm okay there and so I don't have to be a worker bee I I can uh, allow myself to and I tried I uh, I tried to join this tutoring uh, outfit for homeless kids Uh even though I'm a terrible student I was a terrible student well but maybe that's but I feel like I could that's helpful for that reason right yeah yeah maybe I can see a habit with some I mean these fucking poor kids they're stuck in a cycle of homelessness that's... I, I wasn't really... I never really learned about that. Uh, well, you see it if you live in a large enough city. You see yeah. it all the time, but it rarely does it scratch the surface unless you really look at it. Well, it's, it's here. Too. Yeah. It's, it's right here right yeah. now. Um, but I went through the whole training program and then... Somebody had told me it was fine. You had to commit to a year. And I mm-hmm. said, I can't. I'm going to work. Right. And four months or whatever and they're like well you can't do it oh wow and I said I will do anything else you need maybe I can help in I don't know awareness or whatever and they they just said these are the rules and we don't have that kind of thing ready for you so being the lazy fuck that I am I took that to be like all right, well then I tried I tried yeah it's also interesting things like that where you're like but shouldn't anybody willing to give their time shouldn't that be good enough for you but it's also like we're trying to set up some sense of continuity for these kids who have never exactly that's what they want you to do Um, so terrible thing I mean I've done terrible things I feel like sure the thing that I thought of today that I had buried uh, you know it's like a shocking and this is some weird open shit it's like a shocking moment when you do something wrong sure and you get caught 
and then uh-huh. you lie about it. Uh-huh. Um, so what I did, this was like <sighs> fucking 15 years ago or something in sure. college, I stole, away. yeah, I stole porn. A singular porn. A one porn video. I didn't, I was too embarrassed to rent it. No, well, also, I don't know, something about renting porn. This is before the onslaught of free porn. There was, like, some stuff, but it usually jacked up your computer, and, like, you'd, you'd also you'd download it, and you'd do, like, the slow scroll. Yeah, sure. I needed control. Yeah. I wanted the control, so I said, fuck it, and I, it's disgusting to think of it, but I took it, uh-huh. and... Where, where was this from? This is down at USC, so this is, like, downtown, right? No, this was, like... Oh, so this was right after SC. This was 2003 or something. Which really the apex of porn. Exactly. You have to get in on that. uh, The guy totally fucking knew. Where were you, though? Video hut. Sure. There was a back room. There was a back room. Uh-huh. You, you know about that? Well, I'm familiar with the back rooms of video stores. It was embarrassing. There's always like the weird beads that you have to go through. That yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I've got no gonorrhea course. just from walking through these beads. So sad. Yeah. And, uh, and so the guy fucking knew. He didn't stop me, but he fucking knew what was happening. Did you, how did you, did you put it in a stash? Oh, I just put it, I put it. Oh, yeah, I rented some other movies yeah. trying to... F- and this is DVDs. We're talking DVDs. We're not talking VHS. So no, this is on. VHS. This is a VHS in 2003? Yeah. I guess yeah. still we're still there. making the transition, sure. Um, and uh, I rented the thing, and he kind of was like, you got something else. And I was like, no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And he didn't press it. And I got halfway... I was I walked there from my apartment at the time. Got halfway down the block, and was just like, who... Who are you? What did you just do? Yeah. And I turned back around and I, I gave it back to the guy. I go, you were right. I fucking stole this thing and that's not who I want to be. And Oh, wow. Did he give a shit at all? Or he's like, yeah. Yeah, he was. He was like, he's like, well, at least you came back. Huh. So. Was that like, a, like a learning? Sweating going no. through this. Well, yeah, you tell a story like that you haven't told for a long time. You're like, I will get the flop sweats when I talk about like sheer embarrassment or like yeah. disappointment. Just comes out to the surface so quickly, but I, I guess the lesson is at least I turned around and confronted my fucking frail, dumb. I don't even know. Action was that like a was that like a real learning moment? Was that like feel like a turning point for you? <sighs> yeah, it was. I mean, it, but it's something that yeah, I struggle with. Uh, when I abuse this freedom that I have. The luxuries that we yeah. afford just by right. being fucking white dudes in America. Sure. Yeah. I'm fucking 37 and still hung over most weekends. And sure. Like, that, yeah, that scares me that I, that I don't have the fortitude to just fucking stop. When what does it really give me as I want to have another glass of rosé? Sure. Um... So, I mean, it's not, it's not a tragedy. No, it's just it like a life to, it doesn't lesson. have to be a tragedy. I mean, I think like those are the things I've had conversations on this before where like, you know, uh, and it was a VHS. Well, yeah. At that, at that point, he's like, just take it. It's a VHS. Just fucking. Those are on the way out anyways, man. Just turn me into burger meat. Basically, it's over. Well, basically, then you would have gotten home with that thing. And I bet you it would have been like all <laughs> fucking snowy from the good places been rewound. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
That makes you feel less alone, though, at least. I, yeah, sure. <laughs> you want to know that a lot of other people yeah. have jerked to the exact same mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, that's a nice, uh, it's like almost having somebody in the room with you. <laughs> Which is what you want when you're jerking off to have stolen porn. God, those are the days. Yeah. No, but I think that's interesting that just like I feel like um, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Todd Strauss-Scholson once. Don't say his name. Yeah, too late. He's already he's already gotten a plug. Oh, fuck. First thing he wants. Um, but he was talking about, I was like, if other people talk to us the way that we talk to ourselves we would never engage with those people we'd be like fuck you you're an asshole I'm, I don't need you in my life right. but for some reason that own dialogue in our own head is like the cruelest one and I think that's like a thing that's been interesting for me getting older and just like when I've gone through more taxing times it's like made me realize that there is a point of diminishing returns like, I think that you have to be a little hard on yourself because nobody else really cares. So no one else yeah. is really going to do it outside of when your kid and your parents will. So you have to be critical of yourself. But there's a point where it's like, well, now this is just damaging. And I feel like, you know, that's like the struggle you're talking about. Like, okay, so I'm very lucky and I'm a, I'm a good person. Right. But can I, am I doing the best that I can? Yeah. So how do you, uh, I mean... How have you dealt with? I mean, you've had some fucking... Yeah, I've had some stuff. Curveballs. Some curveballs, sure. Didn't actually curve into home play. They just hit you. Yeah, just straight up beamed. Did you... Do you ever, or did you ever, uh, think it was because of something you did? I mean, why you know, Why me? I think a little bit. I mean, I think it's, it's only... I think when you're just searching for reason when you're searching for an explanation when you're searching for just any sort of like uh yearning for that there's got to be a reason for this to some degree right because i think right. you want to assign yes. some sort of importance so then yeah like you ask questions like why me because it's something i did and you're just trying to moralize it as opposed to recognizing like fucking chaos theory shit happens yeah and like by and large universe is kind of a cold and uncaring place but we are not the universe maybe but we're not and right. I think that's the difference and I think that's the that was like the the realization is like you can't control that shit's gonna happen to you like we were talking about earlier like tragedy in some way or another will will fall on your fall at your feet and tragedy just might be people dying which is not really tragedy because it's like the only kind of real thing the only absolute when yeah. you, as soon as you're born um, but it still sucks why do things have to suck um I don't know, but who I do we talk to? Who do we talk to? Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be another white guy. Here's the deal: you choke me out, yeah, bring me back. Okay, and I'll talk to somebody. Sure, something. This sounds like a bad plan for both of us. You honestly. know, they're remaking that Flatliners. Yeah. it looks uh, way scarier now. Way fucking scary. Yeah, it was just like a dog in a tree in the original one. <sighs> Did they bring stuff back in the original? I one? I don't remember. I just remember it was too. I'm not good. I don't watch scary movies. Don't choke me out because I don't want to bring anything. No, back. it's too late. You already suggested it. it's going to happen. You can do it if you're going to film it and put it on a VHS. Okay, only on a VHS. Yeah, that seems like the creepiest format but now. God bless VHS. Um, I remember when I was uh, like around that same age, like 22, in like 2003. Yeah. I lived at the Oakwoods, which is it's a great place. Very great. Very sad. Lots of sad divorced dads. Lots of um, 
like Rick James died at the Oakwoods. He did? Yeah, he died at the Oakwoods. Uh, there was like a bunch of like pop punk bands, like they were getting their big shot, and a bunch of child actors who were like the most deplorable humans I've ever met. Yeah. Um, but I lived right next to like a little convenience store in the Oakwoods. And I don't know why. I just got in the habit of going in there and I would buy like probably like a two dollar bottle of wine and like some, some like some chips and salsa mm-hmm. and then I would I guess I think I did it once on accident I put like a protein bar on my pocket and just forgot about it and then I was like well I can do this all the time yeah. I'm broke and I just started doing it sure and I don't know why and I did it probably like six seven times which is like amounts to probably like twenty dollars in protein bars but I did it enough times where finally one day. I went in there and did the same thing. The guy's like, you come in here all the time and you steal these things. And I could feel like my entire body like flop sweat, felt like my penis went inverted. <laughs> it's like, just like, ah. And it's just been caught for doing this stupid thing that I was like so ashamed. Cause like, why am I doing this? Yeah. But it's also, I don't know if it's like that age. Maybe it's sure. just like, it's a lack of caring. Know. It's funny what you care about. Is it a lack of caring? It's also like, it just occurred to me now, I was like, is that like, cause we both did around the same age where yeah. we're like, entering adulthood right and maybe it's like I don't wanna so you do something reckless and like childish to try to like staunch that that's interesting cause I remember doing a lot of shit like that around that age every time I get drunk I'd always like steal something stupid oh, it just might be like a coaster from a restaurant or like a I can't bring up everything that I did cause maybe someone could find me yeah you've forgotten a lot too I've forgotten quite a bit yeah that's better from uh, that's better. brain damage uh, self inflicted yeah, well, you're always asking people to choke you out. You gotta stop doing that, man. Do I? All the time. Fuck. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I do it all the time in my improv class, and it's never funny. Uh-huh. It's never. I'm controlling the scene, and it just has no business being in there. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. It's, it feels like, and maybe this is me projecting, but there's like a lot of the, the core of this is like, ah. I'm, am I acting adult enough? Yeah, the the concept of adult. Because um, you have an unorthodox life, right? Uh, absolutely. So, uh, I don't know if, like, my mother is, she says she's still 16. Mm-hmm. We like to say she's 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's proud of it. So, she doesn't get... She doesn't consider herself an adult. She's, and I think I carry that torch as well. Um, I have a teacher who explains it more in the terms of you're either a male or a man. Mm -hmm. And a man does, he lives by his word. And a male does things like I do. I'm a male. Right. I'm, you know. But do you think that's... I have a word. I do live a certain way and want other people to treat me the same way. But, yeah, I don't... Like, I still yo-yo with my weight. And Mm -hmm. if I really, like, lived by fucking my word, I would say to myself, you're never going to abuse yourself and... Mm -hmm get sloppy again but yeah you know, our listeners can't see me at this moment I'm you look great, sloppy man. bastard you look great but isn't that just being I don't I don't know if that's your word I think that's I think it, it feels like you're, like they're just again being like really hard on yourself like there's a lot of guilt 
entwined with like the uh, um, the fortune that you've had. Yeah. The fortune meaning just like because what you do I have to pay you for this therapy? Yeah, 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 you do. It's it's reasonable though, and the, the guilt okay. covers it. Um, but you probably can't. You came up with a bunch of other actors and comedians. Yeah. Right? And how many of those people that you came up with are like active working actors now? Um, not a lot. Right. Not a lot. Um, and so, I thank my lucky stars. That's why I don't allow anyone I'm working with to fucking throw a hissy fit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. At though. least in, yeah, it's not, you're getting paid to play pretend. You play make ups Yeah, people forget that and they, and they get upset because they're not prepared. Right. And they want to put it on someone else. Well, don't you think that's an admirable thing? Yeah, sure. But okay. I'm not always uh, whipping no. myself to death. Right. I, uh, you know, that's the one skill I think um, that has helped me become successful as an actor is if something terrible happened, uh, you know, in my life, small terrible thing. Um, I could stay in the moment, just not even getting the job. Right. A lot of actors, they'll, or a lot of people will fixate on rejection, mm-hmm. whereas I'm able to just move move forward. Mm-hmm. Just, it didn't happen. Right. And there's, you can't go back and do anything about it. You have to move forward. Right. So when the tragedy does come, you know, knocking on my door, I'd like to believe I could. company. When it's Mr. Roper. Yeah. Um, even though you want it to be Mr. Furley. You really do. Uh, <laughs> we need fucking Furley back. I'd vote for him. Yeah. For president. Anybody. Anybody. That's probably the most tragic thing to happen to me is Donald Trump got elected. Just humanity is just fucking uh, so confused. Well, yes, I mean, I think right now as we're having this conversation... Let's get into that. There's, uh, you know, white supremacists uh, marching. And that's a fucking bummer. Not even, not even, I mean, for so many reasons to say, to call it a bummer is like marginalizing it. But it is just... It just amazes me going into the, the whole, going back to the guilt about my fortune. It amazes me that I'm reading about white males mm-hmm. who are complaining that they're being replaced and how do they live that life and I've lived my life where yeah. I it's I don't know we're not being replaced and I don't separate I'm part of the human mm-hmm. race not just the white male race mm-hmm. it just it's baffling to me that um well, I think the thing that yeah the 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 delineation between you and those people is the level of entitlement because it sounds like to me like this whole conversation is like I have been fortunate and I've got all these things right not and there's some chance and good fortune and luck involved in that for, you know a fair amount but there's also like a lot of hard work and skill and talent um, but you like a lot of things that you're experiencing is like well God. But why, why did I get this? Right. And am I doing enough to feel like I've earned this? 
whereas like the inverse, the people that were talking about, you know, hail trumping, um, I think they're just like, I should have more. Yeah, I should have been given. Yeah, this, and you know what? It's it's also, I think it's, it's, I mean, look, you can, I think in any, uh, zo- Nazis have become like zombies now. I thought you were going to quote Larry Zonka for a second there. Oh, no, I'm not Nazis smart. have become zombies, okay. And just think in terms of movies, like yeah, movies and television, like it doesn't matter. You don't need to really humanize. It's just like, they're bad. It's yeah. like the one thing, it's like, that's a bad thing we can do. We can, in Glorious Bastards, you can fuck them up however you, it's just like yeah. the ultimate right. bad guy. You don't get, it's wish fulfillment, revenge fantasy. Yeah, they're monsters. Everybody agrees. Do whatever you want. Um, but I do think it does a disservice to like uh, maybe not question question like our I don't want to I don't want to humanize uh, white supremacists, but like you just did I just Steve. did no, but like the people who are why they turn to any sort of extremist why they turn that direction right. because it's usually out of some level of. Uh, pain, some level of hurt, yes. some level of feeling overlooked and not being seen, and as much as that's the, not the proper way to process that, that's like a very universal thing. Like feeling, why doesn't see, people see me? Like I felt that way. There's that whole Who song about that. Yeah, hear me, see me. Yeah, the whole musical. Feel me. Is, it, is that what it's about? Now? I don't know. Maybe white privilege. Probably. Jeez, what is, what is it about white about. privilege? Right. Um, Flintstones. Yeah, I don't know. We've got real, real detour here, but I think like it's my fault. It's my fault well, for not also, coming in prepared, ready to really explore what you're exploring. Well, I think um, this, they all kind of tie together, just because you have a, a, a seemingly a palpable sense of humility, and uh, I think that's perhaps lacking in other people. Like the fact that you feel guilt over things Hmm. is uh, a good thing, I think. I think so. Yeah. We agree. Yeah. I mean, like, look, there's a point (laughs) in diminishing returns and you got to be kind to yourself, which I think you're probably kind enough to yourself. But like, you know, that that's the thing that spurns you to hopefully be better. That's the thing that at least makes you go and try to tutor uh, homeless kids. Man, I really, I really tried to hit a home run with that one yeah. right out of the gate. Look, I, I did when I was young. I did. I became a big brother for mm-hmm. a bunch of years, and it was very cool. I had a hard time, like sometimes communicating with the kid because he, um, he would be like very chatty for like the first half an hour, and then he would like kind of clam up. So I just take him to see movies because it seemed like <laughs> he can go to movies otherwise, and like I enjoy that. I'll watch any stupid kids movie. Let's do it. Great. But then it became harder and harder to engage with him, and eventually, at some point, he was just kind of like, "I'm good," because he was like 15, right? And he's like, uh, "I don't really need this anymore." Yeah, and that was like kind of heartbreaking, and I was beat up on myself, like I should have been there for him more. Um, but then, like, also, like, but how many people don't do that? Right. I don't know. You're sitting across from one. Yeah. Um, no, but it's that's also, in- that's interesting. I've had this conversation on this uh, on this uh, podcast several times. Do you think that you are, and people in general, are doing the best they can? Oh. Um, yeah, I do. I really yeah. do. I like to believe, um, and, and my experiences, um, I guess, with the people that are 
my tribe or my group of people, it seems like everyone is doing the best they can. Right. Uh, and when they're not, or when it's perceived that they're not, uh, our group tends to help and rally around and see if we can, I don't know, be there to provide whatever that person needs, I guess. Right. I mean, this is just my nightmare, my meandering thoughts. This is one of the reasons I like being an actor. I get a script. Uh-huh. I know the words. Yeah, but you're diving into improv right now. You have to do this shit, but also kind of make it entertaining. Yeah. And usually I just rely on the fact that I'm funny looking. And this is all just yeah. audio. <laughs> no, but I do think uh, uh, that... I found that question of like, are, 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 am I and are people doing the best they can as my response changes by who I'm talking to? Right. I mean, I just don't, I, I try purposely to not judge people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good quality. It's an exercise you can practice all day, every day. Sure. Um, so the notion of well, are they doing the best that they can uh, that's something I think each individual has to ask themselves I can't put that on yeah. someone else I, I guess I agree with that I also think it's it is a when I say like my response to that changes by who I talk to because when if I talk to somebody who's like absolutely I think everybody's doing the best they can I'm like but are we <laughs> I mean like I could be tutoring fucking homeless kids right. but I'm not yeah. I could be doing better yeah. But then when I talked to somebody who was very much like, I don't think we're doing the best we can, we are. I was like, but also, isn't it like every day your intention from moment to moment is to try to do, like, yes, we're not maybe being, we're all not being saints and altruistic and we're not donating, yeah. uh, giving our life to charity, but aren't we trying to be good people and kind? So I feel like it's like a litmus test, like whoever, if the, ocu- if the space is occupied, but like, no, people are garbage. I'm like, no, they're pretty good. And they're like, no, people are doing the best. I'm like, I don't know. We kind of suck. Because <laughs> I play both sides of the coin. I mean, we've always sucked. I We have, but also, I don't know, man. I mean, I think that's an important thing. Like, I know it didn't work out, but like the fact that you had the desire to try to make a difference. It's still there. I still want to do that. And you, and you will at some point. I also think it's important to, like... I used to be myself about shit like that, like why I should do more. Like feel like Oscar Schindler, I can do one more thing. Yes. Yeah. People say that about you. He's yeah, very I get Oscar that a lot. That's that's nice. Steve Basil. Oh, he's the Oscar Schindler. Well, I took a BuzzFeed test, and that's what I came up with. Is it really? I wasn't a Samantha or a Carrie. I was an Oscar Schindler. That was a, a, an option. Yeah, uh, apparently. Wow. It's a weird test. I had no idea that he was. In Sex and the City. Yeah, one of the early seasons. He was like a... I think he was like a business partner with Big. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because that, yeah. guy, that guy did some shady shit for sure. Chris yeah, Allen. wasn't that revealed in the season finale that he made his fortune off uh, the gold teeth of yeah. Jews yeah. who died in the Holocaust? Yeah. It was, seemed like an unlikable thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess he was still better than Mikhail Brishnikov somehow. Man, we're really getting into sex. We know a lot about Sex in the City. I think that's the most revealing thing in, that we've talked about so far. That's the most tragic part, yeah. is that I enjoy Sex in the City. You know, I watched almost, probably almost all of it. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, much like Entourage. Like, I'm watching this. 
Why? I mean, I'm enjoying this, but also... Listen, the actors in that show were very uh, entertaining. They're they're well-trained, top of the line. Good people. Um, Well, I think what we've learned here is uh, uh, perhaps the greatest struggle is internal. And also... Did we learn anything from this rambling, scrambling? Um, you know, I don't know if it's been the most uh, um, the tangible uh, kind of outcome, but I also <laughs> think, like, this is the shit that keeps people up. Yeah. These, like, very amorphous, inarticulate kind of conversations internally about, like, oh, could I be better? Why did I do that one thing? Why did I say that shit at the party? <laughs> God, why? I said that one thing that was God, like, I was, was, that, was that construed that. as being racist? Mm. Ugh. Jeez, yeah. Why did, I, why did I cut that guy off? I'm not in a hurry. I never ask myself that. No, yeah, you're an asshole driver. That I take joy in. Yeah, well, good. You got to get your brother somehow, man. You got to get it out there. Yeah. It's either that or ask everybody to choke you out, and that's not healthy. It's not good for you, that's for sure. Yeah. And you could bring back some... Uh, uh, bad uh, ghost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, As we've learned from the movie in the future. Yeah. Um, a question I ask everybody. Oh, this yeah, is a very amorphous, yeah. amorphous conversation. But as a person, it's your fault for asking me to be on here. Yeah, hey, man. I think you're a charming guy. You got a great new haircut now. Great, thank you. Um, what is as somebody who just battles inner demons, and yeah. that's one of the bigger things. What is your advice? to other people who are like constantly like am I doing enough have perspective Mm -hmm. on uh, your size in the universe sure and uh, that helps me when I start fixating on uh, am I wasting this opportunity right Um, in the scheme of things it doesn't really matter yeah I know that to some people that is not helpful. Well, because one side of the way to look at it is like, oh, that's terrifying. The other way right. is like, oh, that's freeing. freeing. Yeah. It tends to free me. Um, probably the most stressful moment I ever encountered was my uh, audition for Saturday Night Live. Sure. The live audition where they flew me out to New York and you, I think you did you did you have a Denzel, right? I did my that. Denzel, yes. Yeah. I was ready to go. Uh, not worried about that, just worried about fucking it up. Sure. And I had the realization after seeing, you know, there were like twenty people there that time. And I said to myself, they don't do what you do. I don't do what they do. So there's no point in worrying about them. Mm-hmm. The only thing you can do right now is have fun because it's my experience. Right. And in the scheme of things, it it doesn't matter. So just go fucking enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, having a, a conversation with my dad last night and trying to get him like a little bit of a pep talk just because he yeah. stressed out recently and saying kind of like, the human experience, by and large, is, is Mexican food. <laughs> like it's, right. it's you, beans, it's cheese, ma- and yeah, it's beans, chips. cheese, and and meat, and you can dress it up however you want, but it's all kind of the same, regardless of where you're coming from. Yes, the circumstances and the players, and even the you know climate may look way different, right. but it's still the same shit. 
So, like, maybe that's something like, well, let's just try to have fun because everything I'm experiencing has been literally experienced in some degree by a billion people before me. So many times, over and over and over and over and over. We're having a civil rights quandary. We already did this. Yeah, we did this. And we did it before that. And we did it before that. (laughs) Yeah. And we'll probably do it again in another 30 years. Absolutely, we will. Until AI takes over and then replaces us with dogs, because dogs are better. Well, that's fine. I just want to be like, I just want to be, I just want to, if my only purpose when I'm like 60 years old is to like, uh, just be like a a sex slave to an AI, (laughs) sounds pretty chill. That's a cool retirement. It's not just like I'm close to a beach. It's an interesting experience. That's for sure. It's new. Yeah. At that point, I'll probably be ready for something new. You're what? I'll be ready for something new. Yeah, you're right. One time, 60 years old. Let's give it a go, man. My balls are touching my knees. Done a lot of weird stuff. Are your balls? Uh, do you? No, but I imagine. I like where this 60. is going now. Yeah, yeah, this feels very real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh Lord. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Hey, uh, I hope uh, people who listen to this feel better about their lives after hearing the mess of a tangled web that's in my head. Yeah, it's in everybody's head. Yeah, good. Yeah. I feel better. Yeah, good. It's the rosé. Yeah, I'll give you the, uh, the bill. Submit it to the bill. Thanks, bud. I see evidence of you and him. What a lovely man. I like him very much. He's my dear friend. It's Will Greenberg. Thanks so much, buddy. Thank you for chatting with me. Thank you for drinking some rosé with me. Thanks for just being a fucking mensch, man. Uh, love you, player. Eh, player? Sure. That sounds good to me. Um, hey guys, if you want to support Will, you can check him out on Instagram. It's WGreenBee. That's W-G-R-E-E-N-B-E. Uh, you know, he puts some fun stuff up there. He lives a good life and it's fun to look at. Also, check out, uh, Wrecked. Support that. Support him that way. Go check out Wrecked. Um, thanks so much, Will. Really appreciate it. Also, thank you to Hayden Fongheiser for doing all the hard stuff behind the scenes. And thank you to Julia Pod and Kingdom Flying Club for doing art music. And per usual, I love you guys. You guys are great. You get the biggest thanks, because you're fucking great. Don't ever forget that. You're fucking great. Okay, bye. <laughs>